You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. This is Melanie. And in the future, when Facebook updates, everyone will rush to change their privacy settings back because everything will be run by telepathy. And if you don't hit that button right away, everybody's going to know. This is Jesse. In the future, 2017, let's talk. Nobody loves a clown. We're, we were wrong. We're sorry. This is Randy. In the future, it can only go uphill from here, right? It can't get worse. Well, I'm <laughs> Forced laughter. Well, you know. <laughs> we've seen past Pluto now, and we still haven't yeah. gone all the way to the bottom of the ocean. So, or decided whether or not Pluto's actually a planet. Are what it's you not. saying? What you saying? Are what you? <laughs> is what you using, wor- using words good, Randy? I'm wording. I'm wording like it's 2015. Um, yeah. So we, what you're saying is we need to look within ourselves before we can reach out to the outside. No. No. Nope. That's not it at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 We can't even figure out Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Just don't 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 set your security settings. Then you'll find out what your innermost uh, self is. Everybody loves a clown. Facebook, <laughs> telepathic Facebook. Welcome to 2017. <laughs> this is the Grolix Podcast, episode number 36. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy New Year! It's the future. Yeah, again, 2016's gone. Thank so, that's okay. <laughs> 2016. I'm, I'm glad 2016 is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I thought what well, we'd talk a, l- a little bit about uh, opening this episode up since it is a new year. This episode's going up the day after New Year's Day. Everybody's do people people nurse their hangovers on New Year's Day, right? I, yeah, I think so. Oh, it's New but, Year's Eve when everybody gets the bubbly and like nobody's used to bubbly. Uh huh. So like the next day they're like, oh, bubbly. So hopefully everybody's recovered or recovering from their hangovers. Although Monday is like the weird observing New Year's Day. So I think a lot of businesses or at least like banks and stuff are going to be closed today. Mm-hmm. Um, are going to be closed today as we speak about it. And yeah. Yeah. But this is the future. If you don't have direct deposit now, then you're living in the past. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yes. That's a good point. <laughs> What was the point? Oh, as you're nursing your hangover, hopefully feeling better, recovering from it. Don't drink and drive, kids. So, don't, kids, don't drink. <laughs> or drive. Or drive, for that matter. Or drive, yeah. You probably shouldn't yeah. be driving, child. <laughs> Speaking of which, I need to, like, renew my license this year. So, oh, really? Good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it online because I did it online last year, and apparently two years in a row is way out. Really? I guess, I guess. It says on the little postcard that they give you, like, hmm. hey, 
you can do this online if uh, you haven't had any like felony charges, misdemeanors, whatever, and you didn't do it last year. Wait, wait. If you did it last year, you got to come in. Your driver's license? You renew your driver's license every year? No, whatever. But uh, like every <laughs> how, how many years time. it is? Five. Yeah, the last yeah. time. Yeah, they want you to pop in once every decade or so. You know. Look, listen. We need a new photo because your old photo is the same photo. So here we go. Mm-hmm. And all those felonies. <laughs> all, yeah, all that vehicular manslaughter. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesse's the one taking this episode dark. <laughs> well, you know. So, 2017, looking up. Um, yeah, yeah, come on. I mean, yeah. So, before we get to the pull list feature, I thought we'd talk about a little bit of uh, uh, some New Year's stuff. Compare our, our this year's, come up with some new New Year's resolutions. Compare them to last year, how we did. Mm-hmm. Also, we should probably talk a little bit about uh, some format changes. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's so a new could... year. It's, it's time for rebirth. Yeah. New and, rules. And we've got an, an amazing wet blanket tunnel to bring you <laughs> a new <laughs> show. We're going to rebirth this show. That's, that's a great callback. <laughs> Perfect. What my future prediction should have been is, in the future, you're going to hear twice as much Garlic's podcast. Ooh. Oh. We're going to double up. You are. We're going to double up on you. I'm going to get me them high episode numbers. <laughs> 100, here we come. Wait a minute. No, 50. 50, here we come. 50, here we come. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, here's how it is. We're going twice a month. Big, that's that's a big announcement because I don't think I'm, that's huge. I, I I don't think we've really talked about this online at all. So this is all new information for you. Um, huge even huge news. It's enormous yeah. big league. Uh, yeah. Oh god, can we it's do gonna it? be great? Can we do an episode without a reference to to that? No, <laughs> no. This is the world we live in now, Randy. Ugh. So what's going to happen is the last several episodes. We've kind of made an effort to make them a bit more, uh, they've been a little shorter, but a bit more focused. Um, mm-hmm. A little less meandering, kind of. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> and uh, and people have really kind of like responded very positively to that. I think it's easier to get through uh, one of our tighter, more focused episodes than one of our three-hour epics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to take that idea and run with it. Uh, you're gonna get slightly shorter episodes. Eh, slightly, I don't know. I'd be like, and slightly, like it's, that remains to be seen. Yeah, yeah. That or we're gonna just wreck our Sundays recording these things. But you're gonna get two a month. It'll be the still the first Monday of every month, but also now the third Monday of every month because, like Jesse said on the pre-show, uh, you know. Something about Mondays. <laughs> Garfield hates Mondays. <laughs> Garfield hates them. No, because you know, you, Mondays Mondays suck. You need something good on Mondays, so we're here to uh, kind of brighten two of them each month. Mm-hmm. Like Gazorpasorp Field, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's my enchiladas, John? <laughs> this is not a joke. I uh, see. Oddly enough, my go-to like reference the last couple episodes have been uh, uh, the orange, and uh, Jesse's has been for quite a while now. Rick. Mm. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Because <laughs> Rick is great. 
So an orange? Are you talking about the, the annoying ang- orange thing? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> no, I'm talking about. That's, I'm talking that's about. That's what I'm gonna call him from now on. I just. I'm not using his Voldemort. Voldemort. Thou who shalt not be named. Voldemort, the annoying orange. You know, he's all over the TV anymore. Oh, the, the orange. Oh, choosing people, not choosing people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited. Two episodes a month. Double the Grolics. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited as well. We I need think. we need some twins to promote it. No, we don't. <laughs> creepy Shining Twins. Those you, weren't actually twins. You can get behind oh. Creepy Shining Twins. They, they were like Irish twins or whatever they're called. Is that, what those, is that racist? Siamese twins. It probably is racist. It's probably racist. No, you know, when like you have one, you have a kid and then you have another kid like nine months later. Episode title, probably racist, probably racist. Oh, huh? Huh? I, <laughs> it's probably, probably. Irish twins. Oh, Irish never twins. You never heard Yikes. that? Oh. No, I'm Irish. Well, do you have like an Irish go, twin? like when you go to Ireland and you order an Irish, uh, like an Irish car bomb. You, like, that's not what you would do in Ireland. You, you can order those in America. You can't order those in Ireland. So it's what do you, too real. It's too true. What do you get if you order Irish? Uh, give me uh, Irish twins. <laughs> I think I might have heard a, I've heard somebody else say Catholic twins too. So you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know that either. We're, I think we're getting in dangerous territory. They're, we're just saying things we don't yeah. understand. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I understand them perfectly. We're offending, well. <laughs> we're offending race and religion now. <laughs> and and uh, and we touched on politics. Possibly, so here we go. Possibly your yeah. drinking habits. Also, <laughs> trifecta. <yeah. laughs> there's, there's no question. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we just wanted to do. We wanted to d- drop that right at the beginning. Let you guys know, man. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and a little disappointed already. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> we'll still do nights occasionally. And I'm sure if there's something super pressing, we'll do bites, but you know. The bites and the nights tend to be like, oh, we've got somebody that it's usually mm-hmm. because of a guest or something that is very pressing time wise. And if we don't talk about it now, it's going to be too late. Yeah. And they're, yeah, exactly. So and they're like special occasions that come up. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they usually, they usually happen outside of the regular um, recording schedule, anyways. Right. So this, this new format's not going to really affect that. Mm hmm. So what we're going to do is we're going to still stick with the poll list the first episode of the month, the first Monday of the month. We're still going to talk about that poll list. And that is also um, when we will take the um, the votes for what the next month's book will be. So the first month... We're going to take all the votes, not just some of the votes as de- determined by the state for the district. <laughs> wow, we can't help ourselves. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I, I should have held back depending on, on Depending on, like future events you'll be able to definitely specify like tell about when we recorded this episode versus when it went out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i'm not predicting anything in relating to any of that in relation to any of that again <laughs> right listen we're going through the grief cycle right now so we're gonna hit different stages in different episodes i think i think right now we're in the delirium stage is that a stage i think <laughs> i'm in that stage last all the episode, time i think last episode we were in denial so like now we're like in the anger stage of grief. Yep. So anyway, what I was saying is the first episode of each month, we'll still do the poll list, just like just like a normal episode's poll list pick. 
visit the website, grogspodcast.com, vote on what you want us to read the next month, um, and that's what we will read and discuss on the next first of the month episode, first Monday of the month. Mm-hmm. So basically, pull list segment is staying exactly the same and happening on the same exact time frame. Mm-hmm. Yes. Second episode of the month will be our, like, freeform special feature, you know? It's like when we talk about uh, some other random book we pick, something that something we pick or something that comes up that's interesting that we want to talk about or a movie or we want to do, like, a Doctor Who special, something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, how about that Doctor Who Christmas special, by the way? I hey, it was so good. Oh. Except... <laughs> Maybe it wasn't so good because Christmas specials are weird. We could record both. Man, that was great. Man, <laughs> that was di- disappointing. Yeah, I can't believe I can't believe they went there. Uh huh. And that surprise ending. Could you believe that that they showed up at the end? Whoa! Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I still don't believe it. What about that cameo? Mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> Except we all saw it coming. Yeah. Oh, and I hated that one guy. Yeah, he should quit making jokes. <laughs> uh, so let's talk. Let's just move right upon, right, right, right upon it, right upon the next segment. Oh no! I kind of feel like we need to slap a Grolix on our intro here. Yeah. Remember, shorter, tighter episodes. Focused. Yep, right. <laughs> yep. Let's focus on that. I think we actually derail ourselves by like going on about shorter, tighter, more focused. Yeah, I don't like those terminologies, so let's not. <laughs> Longer. <Yeah>. Looser. <laughs> Girthier. Sloppy <What>? content. <laughs> that sounds fun. Come on. Uh... <laughs> Where are we going and why are we in this handbasket? <laughs> So what we're going to talk about is the new year. We've clearly turned over some kind of leaf. I feel like we're excited about it already. Yeah. Just based on what we've talked about. Right? Pretty excited about 2017. So I figured how we do that is take a look back. Oh, God. At 2016. Um, (laughs) We won't dive too deep into it. 2016. Actually, actually it was a good year for us. In respect, in some respects, certainly, man. We got that. We got a Patreon going. We got some 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 uh, good bites and nights episodes. Uh, we we connected with some good people. Yeah, yeah. So I listened to our because this is our third New Year's. We've been doing it long enough. This is our third New Year's uh, New Year's Day Eve episode. Ooh, we've been at it for a while. Yeah. So I took a listen to last year's to see how you know what we wanted to do, and we could kind of talk about what we actually did. Yeah, because I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Yeah. Um, do you remember at all what you wanted to do? Yeah, I wanted to do more. You wanted to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what? You yeah. did a thing. Yeah, yeah, you did. I don't know if you planned it that way, but... <laughs> An improvement is remains to be seen, I suppose. Okay. Okay, so we'll start with Jesse. Mm-hmm. So last year, he said, uh, I think this was before you launched Cartwheels Pod. Well, I, I had launched, uh, like, the first episode. I had put it out there. Okay, yeah, you said you wanted to do more... Uh, cart another podcast you'd be doing two podcasts yes cartwheels pod and i, I kind of did kind of <laughs> i think you did i mean you did i don't think you i could be wrong but i don't think you ever like had a consistent schedule for it 
No, no. And it's it's not over, but I would say that, uh, you know, we've concluded season zero. And uh, when it comes back, it'll be season one and we'll have a new format. So format changes all around. Do you feel yeah. good about that one? What you've what? You've yeah, done with it? I, I hit a lot of different things in that first season. And uh, I really got my feet wet on a solo show. And yeah, I, I feel like it, it, it did what it was supposed to do for that first like preseason, I guess. And uh, I, I know what I want to do with it now, which I think I went into it thinking I had a clear idea. And I think a lot of podcasters probably do that. They go in thinking they know what they want to do. And then they go, oh, wait a minute. What I actually want to do mm-hmm. this. And so I want to take a little bit of the old, a little bit of the new, you know, and, and just hit it with a little bit more of what was working and what, you know, like take away what wasn't for me mm-hmm. like it was because yeah, it's kind of the more personal project so yeah well good i think you should feel good that job, way about it jesse the funny thing about that show is that it was an introspective show like i was talking about all the all the things i was doing with uh meditation and whatnot and uh and so that gets you thinking like meditation gets you thinking even though meditation is about not thinking kind of it grows gray matter i read an article on it yeah so I have too much gray matter, and I'm going to have to, like, whittle that down a little bit, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that good for people? Probably not. I don't know. Kids, kids, don't whittle your gray matter. No, it just means you can spend more time, you know, doing the things that people always tell you. It's going to rot your brain. Well, you can, because you can meditate, so. You know. <laughs> oh, you got yeah, extra brain to rot. So. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to, um, yeah, try to refocus that a little bit. Do we want to just keep on each person and go through the couple things they said, or do we want to like alternate between people? Well, I mean like the other thing that we talked about, like I wanted to do like, even though I was doing the second podcast, I didn't want to let nights and bites kind of suffer. And uh, boy, they didn't like, we had some great nights episodes, even though I didn't like solo, you know, like in the past I'd done a lot of solo bites. Mm -hmm. Um, We didn't lack, we, we probably did better. In terms of bites and nights last year. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, we definitely had a solid year in terms of that. I see you added more notes, too. That's awesome. In terms of uh, nights, we had uh, we did interviews with Pete Mitchell. Right, from uh, No More Kings and uh, his recent solo uh, album, which is now out. And also Vince Dorse. And I just got his, uh, his book from Kickstarter in the mail uh, like this weekend, really. And it's it looks it looks great. I'm, no surprises there. Yeah, he's the creator of uh, uh, Untold Tales of Bigfoot. In case you yes. check that out, you should definitely check that out. And he does lots of other awesome freelance uh, illustration stuff. Uh, super talented dude. Yeah. And both of those were awesome interviews. Like Vince Dorse, I was a one-on-one deal. I talked to him. Mm-hmm. It was actually like it was really good because that can be intimidating. Uh, for both people and that came out really well and there was a there's a great clamor clamor clip out of that yeah and then uh pete mitchell was all of us yeah that was a fun episode like i still go back and listen to it and i go oh what am i doing with my life i need i I need to start a patreon (laughs) it is the it is like talking to him it's definitely yeah it's like makes you want to go do things good things positive things i feel i feel like that was a good uh, a good interview i mean like we've done good interviews but like i feel like pete really gave us a lot there mm-hmm. i painted a picture 
Melanie, you've painted several pictures. Yeah, I did. It made you want to do things. Mm-hmm. Good. And then we had some good bites. We had like, um, one will tie into one of mine, but we did, me and Jesse did a commentary track. We've done um, occasional, like we had the Batman v Superman review episode. Oh, yeah. Off bites. But we also had other podcasters on. Uh, we had Brandon Lapani on an episode in which me and him did live. That was a very yeah, interesting for the first time, yeah. First Grolix live episode. That was very interesting. <laughs> um, and then we also I, I did an episode with uh, Robert Cast of the Roman Podcast, and they sent us Christmas cards. They did, yeah, like physical holiday holiday uh, seasons greetings cards in the mail, all the way from Canada. Yeah, we should. It's, it's true. It's true what they say. Like Canadians are super nice. Brandon didn't send us no Christmas card. <laughs> we had to call out Brandon for not sending Christmas cards, even though nobody else did either. Even though the yeah, it's it's just just, just Roman podcasted. It's generally not a thing that podcasters do. It's not like we all set up. Well, maybe they do, and we're just not in it. It's not like they all set up secret Santas and mail each other things. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I knew they were sending it, but then it actually got here, and I was like, wow, they actually sent it. Yeah, this is amazing. I want to send stuff to people. I'm be like, look, it's a biscuit. It's real. It's a biscuit? It's a real biscuit. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, well, it is. I like it. Yep. <laughs> um, so send Melanie your email addresses, or your, your home addresses. <laughs> Let me know where you live. Tell Melanie where you live. <laughs> what could go wrong? She'll send you a biscuit. <laughs> a real biscuit. Um... If you send a real biscuit to like Canada, it might be a little funky by the time it gets up there. Well, you have to send it in a refrigerated yeah. in a refrigerated container. Wouldn't be flaky and fluffy and yeah. I'm not gonna for like, I'm gonna send him a tube. I'm gonna like a like a like a roll of them. I'm not <laughs> gonna like bake them and send them to him. That's weird. You're just gonna send him <laughs> tubes of biscuits. Pillsbury, yeah, Pillsbury yeah. dough biscuit. <laughs> be like here's that'll what be you do. More funky. Like that'll explode before it gets there. Cook that. And then put some butter on it. Mmm. <laughs> it's America. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. We, I guess if it wasn't, we, we it'd do. be like, we'd call it, I don't know, a crumpet or something. We do have um, biscuits very different from the places that we came from because of what we have, you know, abund- an abundance of here that isn't there. I don't know if the Canadians uh, got that from us too or if they stayed with the old British ways of... Hard little nasty things that they call biscuits. Yeah, I don't know. Tell us about your biscuits. And gravy. Show, show us your biscuits. No, it was you who made me think of that with the biscuits and gravy story. When somebody's like, all like disturbed by the idea of biscuits. I, and gravy. I think that was like a. It might have been a, on a podcast, but I think it was a YouTube video. Yeah, somebody was disturbed by the concept of biscuits and gravy because they were British or, or something, and biscuits are what like cookies. Or something. or something, yeah. yeah. And uh, they were like, "Why would you biscuits and gravy?" They were just disgusted by it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's like well, nah, <laughs> that makes sense. It's a little different. It's not quite. Your... No, no, there should be no one in the world who doesn't know what it, the wonder of a biscuit and gravy. Well, gravy helps. Yes. But, you know. <laughs> all right. So you want to hear about my? Let's hear all about yeah. You. I hear yeah, about what I? About yours. Okay, so I had said that I would like us to record commentary tracks. Or at least a commentary track. Mm. And we did. 
We did. Me and Jesse recorded a, a commentary track for the pilot episode of the Spawn animated series. Good job, guys. Yeah. And of course, I'd still like us to do more, but we at least did that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to show us some love on Patreon, uh, anything that goes, anything that comes our way from from our supporters goes towards the goal of doing more commentary tracks and stuff. Yeah, that's one of our first goals, right? Yeah, uh, the sw- I think the live action Swamp, yeah, thing, Swamp movie. thing. Yep. And something like that would be all of us doing commentary track, and I think that'd be a good time. Mm-hmm. Yes. I haven't, but I've almost bought the Blu-ray of that movie several times in anticipation of that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I said <laughs> oh, I was yeah. going to word correctly. That worked out. I was going to word right. Oh, yeah. Which I've already <laughs> run into troubles this episode about it. And then, yeah, I, I just had to note that uh, I don't think I really followed through on that one because we have an episode called Dot Your P's and Q's based on my incorrect wording. Yeah, because but... that's not that's not how letters work. Nope. But words are so many of them, and <laughs> <They're>, it... <laughs> <laughs> English is a living language. Yeah. 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 It is that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, and then these other ones. Uh, these actually, I'll just say this: our 2015 New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. I actually did, so I don't feel too bad about these. But record an audio drama. I didn't really do that. The closest I did was that promo for Yeah, that was a fu- that's a fun promo. Yes. Have we played it yet? But yeah, we, we played, played it. it the episode before last and uh we might play it this episode then too. And like Melanie said, one of me was a good actor or was no. Yeah, one of me was a good actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of you, yeah. But I kind of agree. Like there's me talking to me and one of me is a terrible actor and the other one's okay. Yeah. <laughs> good job to that one of you. <laughs> I agree. Um, and then the other thing was produce a podcast that I don't personally host. Um, basically be a podcast producer that I'm not on, you know? Um, Instead, you were a network producer. Yeah. Like way more than you probably ever anticipated this year. Oh, man. That was like almost all this year was the all the big uh, electronic media collective podcast network growth, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because um, I think last year we had... Uh, Fat Boy and Captain Llama and the Technology Geek and my show and I think uh, Survivalist podcast popped in there around the same time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was like just a couple of us. And then this year, holy cow! It's wrestlers, man. Wrestlers yeah. started, started heard, hitting us, and then that is when it started. Like, yeah, we yeah. blew up when we brought on a uh, pro wrestling Iowa. Came a cage match or something. Mm-hmm. There's like everybody. And then I think Shotgun Wrestling that. Radio might have been next. But yeah, yeah. then and then marked the, out. Then it blew up. Yeah, mm-hmm. Marked Out Wrestling Podcast. And then it blew up, oh. and we got all kinds of other shows. Not a cage match. A Royal Rumble, that's what I meant. A Royal Rumble. Uh, there oh, you go. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, cage match. Wrestling euphemisms. That's coming up. Royal Rumble. Goldberg's going to be in it. Goldberg. Now I feel like we can be on the network again, because I talked about <laughs> pro wrestling on the show. <laughs> It'd be crappy to get exiled from uh, from our own network because we didn't talk about <laughs> we're wrestling, not pro wrestling enough. And we did the crossover episodes, and I kind of feel... I mean, you produced that episode, but Jesse hosted an episode of the crossover, uh, the Electronic Media Collective crossover specials, and I feel like that was my producing an episode I wasn't on. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you Me did. Too. Me too. I-, I was at home and I did listen to it, though, and that was really weird, listening to the episode... 
I co- totally could have been on it, but I was like, nope. I'm not on <laughs> You're like, one. nope. I'm not on Hands this off. one. Melanie. Yes. Let's talk about you. Okay. Melanie said you wanted to do all the things. You wanted to do everything. You wanted to fix everything. Yep. Um, which included switch jobs, and you did. Nah. You're still it's you're still with the same company, but you're doing a different job. Yeah. Move to a house. Nope. And organize Randy's crap. I always organize your crap, but it doesn't stay that way. Or there's more crap that needs to be organized. It just happens. I think we've had no. I think we've had a shift in this household. My crap, for the most part, stays organized. Now you have your own set of crap. You have all new. Melanie has like all new crap this year. That no, you have to it's it's not all new. It's just you've gotten much more crafty. <laughs> You're crafty, but much more crafty this year. Yeah, and that's a good thing. I guess I've gotten more crafty. Painting portraits, pictures. No, 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 not portraits. Okay, maybe not portraits, but you've been painting pictures, Mm -hmm. and uh, you've been making people awesome cards and all kinds of paper crafts all over the house. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've been making things. We have a a nice key ring holder on the floor over there. Yeah, well, I (laughs) I think it fell down. Yeah, I got to figure out how to and where. Yeah, you know. But you've done stuff. You just always shoot for the moon on these New Year's resolutions. You make it impossible for yourself. I'm sorry, did that get too real? <laughs> no, <laughs> no that's, just... that's what that's what they're supposed to be, right? Like that's what you do. I just don't recall that one. I just don't even recall that. Maybe I'm thinking of a New Year's. I don't remember last New Year's. I don't. You didn't really give us. I mean, you said those things, but like you didn't give us like you know. I expected Rolex related things or just like you know fun podcast things, and you're like. Everything. I want to fix everything. Was I drunk? No, you know you weren't okay. drunk. Okay. And it wasn't emotional like that, but right. you were real about it. Yeah. You're like too much. I was like, oh, okay. Oh well, I'm. I apologize. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> so, guys, we got a new year ahead of us. Mm-hmm. What New Year's resolutions did you walk into 2017 with? I'm gonna do nothing. <laughs> None of it. <laughs> Just <laughs> get a course correct. See, this is the year though when things are going to be happen happening. Now I'm going to avoid it all. <laughs> You're going to move into a house. You're going to organize Randy's crap. I am going to organize Randy's crap. I always, I always do a little bit of at least. <laughs> you don't look, have look at that to. wonderful shelf. You don't have, have to a or- shelf of cool stuff. Okay, of Randy's okay. cool stuff. Let's tip it back. You don't have to organize Randy's crap. Jesse, how about you? You have any goals or uh, anything you want to do? Kind of alluded to it. I want to bring back the the turning cartwheels podcast, and uh, I don't know. I I'm pretty proud of 2016. So not, a lot of that was not predictable. So I'm kind of open to whatever's going to happen. But uh, you know, as as far as like what I'd like to happen is, I'd like to just kind of keep on this course of of like just improving. And I'm excited about what we're going to do with the uh, the new format. So Jesse's yeah, just is going to be a leaf in the wind. Yeah, and then get stabbed through the heart by a spaceship. Maybe awesome. Yeah. That's what happens when you're a leaf on the wind. <laughs> <laughs> it was a watch. <laughs> I'm gonna go to uh, Time Eddie again, and they're gonna have the Seventh Doctor this year. So oh, nice. I'm excited about whatever's gonna go on there. So that'll be cool. Running around with doctors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got you. You guys should like uh, take a look at that. We should we should make it a thing. Yeah, we should. Wait, which one? Conventions. Time Eddie is a Doctor Who convention. Okay. 
It's in Wichita, so it's a drive, but everything there would be awesome. Yeah, that's one aspect. This year, we didn't hit like any conventions. But I did sit in on my very first podcast panel at a convention this year. Oh, yeah, so, that's right. Like, nice. That's another thing that was totally uh, unplanned, not in the resolution cards, but happened. You're a panelist. I was a panelist. Yeah. I didn't say a whole lot, but <laughs> and I was I was counterculture to a lot of it. Like, well, we do a three hour podcast, and uh, we haven't really decided on our hosting. And at that time, <laughs> oh oh no, 2017. Are we conforming to the to this norm? No, no. No. <laughs> no, I like both of you so. That made me feel better. You're both so confident. Like, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, we're doing it our way. We've been talking like 40 minutes and haven't talked about a single comic book. Yeah. <laughs> boom. Take that, standards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, podcast-wise, we 2016, we definitely had some good stuff going on. I think we said definitely had some high points. I want to double up on the Grolics, but we already talked about that. We're going to double up? Oh, yeah, I was like, you're gonna start cussing more. I don't, I don't get it. Double up? Is that me cussing? <laughs> well, on the garlics? Twice, oh. twice the editing out of bad words. <laughs> oh, twice the editing. I can't even imagine. No. Might as well just keep a, like a collection of separate words and make new episodes out of it. <laughs> we need that Adobe software stat. Yep. What are we talking about this episode? I'll just type it up. Um, <laughs> and then Jesse said, and then Mel said. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of presenting a podcast like that where it's almost <laughs> like there's a narrator but then there's still like you guys quote unquote talking through this Adobe <laughs> software mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was I was just envisioning like you got uh, Robert from the Roman podcast to come on and just like narrate it <laughs> oh that'd be <laughs> like great a, like, a, like a Christmas story kind of thing yeah, yeah that'd be <laughs> awesome <laughs> You've got ideas kicking around in my head now. We're going to do something strange <laughs> at some point. Yes. And then also, I didn't do a lot of music stuff last year. I have a couple music things. Didn't you, like, put out an album? Uh, I put out... Stranger it's like, Things? Or... Yeah, Stranger, which is the Stranger Things kind of like, uh, I guess, tribute maybe a little bit. It was three tracks. So I did put that out, but it wasn't like a... You know, it was like a deluxe single is what you did. Yeah, basically. But it wasn't a full thing, and I've got I've still got tracks that I worked on with Louis that I'm sitting on that I wanted to put out last year that didn't happen, but it's still gonna happen. But I'm I'm putting together something. I'm current. This is something I've wanted to do since last year, but I wasn't sure if I would just do it with one of my albums or if I should get other people and do like a compilation. But I'm putting together a compilation with the purpose of selling it and donating all the money that it makes to ACLU. Yeah. Because civil liberties is important and Yep. I can't think of any other way I can help mm-hmm. uh civil liberties issues other than something like that. So I've currently talking to some people online and I'm not going through my usual like uh electronic musicians group route ev- avenues, right. you know, it, it'll be kind of a different type of thing. Um so I'm currently amassing some different musicians and artists that are interested in contributing tracks to that who are into it into the cause Um, i'm sold so that's something i'll be working on this year and if that goes well maybe i'll continue doing more of it and so that's a goal i have anything else guys 2017 anything just that we aren't so hot on clowns anymore 
Yeah, clowns. Yeah. We're over it. Yeah. yeah, that's that's so 2015. Mm. <laughs> there are too many too many clowns running around. Yeah, clowns and mimes scary too. clowns, clowns with power. <laughs> Clowns and suits. Hair pieces. Weird. I don't know how they all fit in that car. Botched <laughs> hair plugs. And... So weird. So weird. <laughs> so weird. They won't fly in planes. They will fly in other planes. They won't go to security briefings. <laughs> okay, yep. Let's go on. <laughs> There's been temptation to start another podcast, but I'm like, nope, I can't. I can't. Yep. I can't. My blood pressure can't do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, and I don't know if that's something I could handle no, on the get, regular. There'd be that would be a troll heaven. Oh, I know. And you would not be able to stop. Yeah. yeah. The most just things on the internet that don't have anything controversial. If you scroll down to the comment section, it's just a constant cesspool. It doesn't matter what the thing is, whether it's important like politics, which is, you know, important, or uh, whether or not Suicide Squad was a good movie, people are just looking Pokemon for... Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. People are just looking for a reason to band into groups and then just fight other the other groups uh, without reason, like, with illogically go into other yep. groups. It's kind of... It's really weird. Mm, humans are a worrying species. Yeah, well, they need to knock it off! Knock it off! 2017. Speaking of, Knock it off. There's, speaking of, there's going to be a new Planet of the Apes movie. I'm excited. It's war. It's the one where they actually go to war. <laughs> we still haven't seen the second new no, one. Oh, it's good. You guys got to see yeah, that. Yeah, we one. should. We should. It's on our list. I think that one will actually be better than whatever this new one is, even though I'm still excited about it. Yeah. But the third movie's where it all falls apart. So, you know. Oh. Still going to see it. Still going to see it. One final thing I wanted to touch on. Last year, we were like 2016. We think. We're excited for new Twin Peaks. That's this year, isn't it? New Attack on Titan. <laughs> That's the, this year, isn't it? Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> no. Supposed not to be. this year. Yeah. Th- those are both 2017 things. Well. If they started but, that way, I don't know. I don't think I so. I know Attack on Titan didn't. They kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. So we're excited for those things still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2016 and clowns can't kill our excitement for Twin Peaks and Attack on Titan. No. No, <laughs> nothing can kill my nothing can kill my excitement for a new Twin Peaks. How could anything? It's amazing. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think you were that into it. I like Twin Peaks. I yeah. really liked it. Yeah. Is is creepy cool? Yeah, for sure. I love that. We should talk about the poll list. Yeah, let's let's talk about what the show's about. What is the poll list? <laughs> the poll list. Every first episode of the month, we discuss a book as voted on. By you, listener, and visitors to the website who may have never listened and decided just to vote. That's fine. You can suggest new books. You can vote on books that are on there. Anything that's on there that we haven't read, it stays on there until we read it. All right. The uh, Taking a look at the poll list. Uh, for next month, coming out of nowhere, Angela from the Spawn series. It's his own. Yeah, Marvel. Something interesting about Angela I knew nothing of. Oh, I, you you didn't know well, I who knew, Angela was? I kind of, but um, I really didn't know really much ab- at all about it. There was a um, legal dispute over who owned the character, whether it was Todd McFarlane or Neil Gaiman. Oh, interesting. I think in the end, in the end, Neil Gaiman won 
the character and then ended up selling it to Marvel. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. To Marvel to Marvel or to Image? Uh, to Marvel. Marvel has it. It's released. Oh, wow. She's in the Marvel Universe for some reason. That's bizarre. Right? Yeah. Why would he do that? I, I don't know. I'm not sure. That's kind of a... It's kind of a jerk move. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I will do all kinds of research to find find those answers and more. Yes, I want I want like all kinds of random weird facts and historias. <laughs> historias. Yes. Hysteria. Historias. Historitas. Yes, all those things. But this month, this month, we read Thor: Goddess of Thunder Volume One, released by Marvel Comics. It collects Thor the nineteen. 19- uh, the 19 holy crap the 2014 volume of thor numbers one through five written by jason aaron art by russell uh dot dotterman and jorge molina uh cover also by russell dotterman hmm. here's a summary from marvel.com mjolnir mjolnir's harder to say when you're actually looking at the spelling because it's got that j in there yeah uh, Mjolnir <laughs> lies on the moon, unable to be lifted. Something dark has befallen the God of Thunder, leaving him unworthy for the first time ever. But when frost giants invi- invade Earth, the hammer will be lifted, and a mysterious woman will be transformed into an all-new version of the mighty Thor. Who is this new goddess of thunder? Not even Odin knows, but she may be Earth's only hope against the frost giants. Okay, so we talked a little bit about this when it, we last month, when we said here's what we're reading mm-hmm. right what did you guys know about this going into it i knew that thor was going to be a chick and she was going to be named thor still that's about it not thorina or thunder pants nope <laughs> thorita yeah <laughs> that that was good that was good <laughs> um yeah go ahead jesse i i did i did know um like in this in this volume that we've read it's not revealed who she is but i know who she is so that it's interesting because I've already had it spoiled for me. Okay. Kind of thing. Like reading this, there's, there's certain parts that annoy me in this that don't, they don't annoy me because I know, but if, if I hadn't known, they would annoy me big time. Okay. Okay. And we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to that. I think so like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun overall, but uh, yeah, there's, there's parts where I was like, Oh, well, because I know what I know it's okay. But if I hadn't, I'd be really kind of annoyed. Yeah. Okay. I guess on principle, you could see it being. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you guys want me to spoil it for you later, but um, we'll, we'll get there. Okay. Um, I had, I knew, I mean, I knew from following comic book news and different things and listening to podcasts. I didn't know. I, d- I didn't and still don't know who she is, who the character is, but I knew they had done this switch, but outside of that, I didn't really know anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said last episode, I was I was kind of excited though because this is just something different for us, you know. I mean, it's a superhero book, but it's not like the average superhero book we get, where it's either like you know, I I don't think we've read outside of Bring on the Bad Guys anything Thor. Mm-hmm. No. And yeah, so I was kind of I was I was curious about it. What are what are Mel's uh, thoughts going into this? Because she had a visceral reaction to it on the last episode. I still I don't like it. I don't like I don't like. Maybe maybe if if maybe if they had handled it differently and there was some reason for me to know or care about this chick or, or her becoming Thor, maybe it would be different. But to me, it just seems like oh, let's we want to switch things up. Let's shoehorn some chick in there and 
Feminism, woohoo. I don't like it. <laughs> Not at all. I understand if they cut an issue off of this, it'd have been too short for a trade. But I think it would have, for me, been a much stronger and I'd have had a more favorable opinion of the book as a whole if it had ended one issue earlier. I agree. The bad guy, I like that one bad guy was kind of cool. Which one? Uh, the, the rich guy that could turn into a minotaur. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. Other than that. Oh, and, and I felt like Space Lab for a little bit in the beginning. Yeah, but, I don't know. Yeah. I get, oh, yeah. I get you there. Yeah. yeah, me too. But I don't, I don't like. I mean, I didn't like any of the Thor stuff, really. Uh, for the most part, uh, I thought it was all right. I thought it was kind of fun. The art, I think, looks great. Oh yeah. I kind of do want to dive into the issue, the gender thing, mm-hmm. as much as that's asking for it. But I do want to dive into that a little bit as it becomes more relevant in the story. But I don't know how the whole thing, what they've done with Thor and the uh, the whisper, the whatever was whispered to him by Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. It was Nick Fury, yeah. right? That, that all happened in, uh, was it Fear Itself? And that is when I kind of dropped off on Marvel. And I am, you know, I'm the Marvel guy out of the three of us. But uh, that's when I was kind of like, I don't know if I care anymore. I, I like the concept of that. Of, you know, whatever, Nick Fury had got, apparently had gotten some, you know, knowledge from, is it the Watcher in Marvel? Yes, okay. yeah. The, the Watcher is killed in uh, Fear Itself. Or, it's not Fear Itself. I don't know. Whatever the event was, uh, the, the Watcher is killed and somebody has his eye and it's this whole whodunit, like who killed the Watcher and, and then all these things come to light and, yeah. Um, so I like the idea that there was something that could be whispered to Thor that just by Thor hearing it makes him unworthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I thought that was a, a cool concept. Um, I think it's interesting that he was so shattered that he can't lift the hammer. I feel like it's a, it's like a green lantern thing. Like, like suddenly he doesn't have that one core, whatever mm-hmm. it is that allows him to hold the hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's suddenly gone because, you know, like with, with green lantern, it's will like, he broke his will. Now he can't wield the ring or something. And not being super familiar with um, the comic book world of of you know that that Thor kind of, I mean it's all it's Marvel Universe, but you know without being super familiar with Asgard or Asgardia and all that stuff, I feel the book did a fine job at filling you in on at least the basics of what you need to know that sets up this whole um, Odin, all father, all mother kind of power struggle, I guess. Mm-hmm. without feeling too um expositiony like it yeah. pretty much tells you like odin shows up and it's like oh he hasn't been around and this and that and this and that and they kind of get through it quick enough where you're like okay i understand the general situation so as a new reader i thought that was handled okay i was a little disappointed in odin because i have read some thor in the past and he's kind of laughable in this like I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know how to take this this version of Odin. He was definitely super bullheaded and very one sided. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I didn't. I wasn't convinced. Like he's the all father. He's all powerful, but he just kind of felt like a stubborn old coot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. He's the conservative in the room. <laughs> yeah. No, I kind of felt that way too, but not having read a lot, I was like, well, maybe that's just uh. I mean, that's just comic book Odin. It is, but it, it just felt like it was dialed up to 11. Now, they did just jump super quick to, like, suddenly... I was a little unclear on when Thor finally leaves the moon. It's like they're everybody's put on alert, and it seems like they all go back to Asgard or Asgardia 
to mm-hmm. prepare for possible war against frost giants and but thor goes straight back to earth where the frost giants actually are mm-hmm. so i was a little unclear on what the deal with that was well he doesn't go straight to earth does he he goes and gets an axe mm-hmm. right but he goes to earth to c lab 2021 <laughs> <laughs> and i did enjoy how they set up the th- like the the frost giants being there under the ocean spoilers by the way just in general on this book mm. um, yeah you should know this but if you're a new listener we're we spoil everything it was ominous i like the setup of like you know it's like mountain range sized something weird under there and uh with the little submarine so i enjoyed that that kind of pulled me into it yep um the, that whole that whole thing was good several mm. things popped in my head yeah yeah the, what was that the deep mermaiders and all kinds of awesome things. Yeah. Swimming around in there. And so it turns out it's frost giants under there. Uh, what's the, the, the elfy guy? Melikith. Yeah. And so he shows up and is burns looking people's for, faces off. Yeah. Just willy nilly burns a couple of faces off. And, mm-hmm. um, so did you guys know that that was, uh, or maybe you haven't even seen Thor too. We did, but I did not connect it as. The, yeah. Cause the, the portrayal is totally different. That's who Eccleson played. Right? Yep. Uh, in Thor 2. If you was even remember Eggleston in it. Was the dark elf that's in this. I honestly don't remember a whole lot of Thor 2 other than all the, the, the kind of cool action set piece with the, um, the portals. Jumping through the portals. Sure. But I, I don't remember much of the plot at all. Oh, and Natalie Portman had got some stuff on her or something weird. She was sick. Some like red dust from some weird place that's magic yeah she got magic opium on her magic opium <laughs> yeah yeah and uh magic mars opium and it made her sleep yeah well of course <laughs> <laughs> what else would i do yeah those, those mars no, sorry stars. sorry not, not to totally derail things but yeah uh i think most people will recognize malekith as the main baddie from the second thor movie if they recognize him at all but yeah, uh, he was cool. Uh, his look is unusual. At first, I liked it. Then I was like looking at him. I was like, I don't know. It just seems like too much. It's too much. Yeah. His face is gaudy. <laughs> He's looking for a thing. And it turns out they're looking for um, Frost Giant's former king's skull. Because mm-hmm. that's what keeps their stuff cold. Planet or whatever. Realm. <laughs> is, is that is that what it was? I thought it was just that they... Uh... They wanted to resurrect their king. Well, it was something to do with part of the motivation was that it it's like their um their kingdom was warming up. Ooh, right. Maybe it was warming up globally. Uh, mm. their kingdom was Whoa. like warming up, and so the warmer it got, the less powerful they are. And they felt if maybe it it is they wanted to resurrect their king, but they felt that would bring the cold winds back, which mm. would make everything cold and hard and strong again. Yeah. What's the... Make ice... <laughs> frost giants great again. Great again, yeah. Can't help it. <laughs> Winter is coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, they wanted it well, to. Well, they wanted it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Thor shows up and loses an arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like right off the bat. Like, boom. Yeah, there's not much of a fight there. Like, he shows... I mean, there's a little bit of a fight, but basically frost giants show up right as Thor's gonna fight this dude. Everybody. He didn't even get like a Luke and Vader moment. He didn't even get like a Luke, I am your father, chop your hand off thing. It was very unceremonial. Yeah. 
just kind of happened. And if you weren't really paying that close of attention, you wouldn't even noticed until the elf standing there holding the arm. Which I is- actually forgot. I actually forgot. And then later on, he's got the arm like draped over his shoulder. And I'm like, what the heck is that? He like, kept that for oh, days. that's right. What kind that's of a- what that is. Weirdo keeps somebody's arm for days and days just to like have it around. It's weird. I guess I do have slight problems. I have slight problem with the passage of time is very unclear. Yeah. Because mm. it felt like Thor went to Earth, everybody left the moon, somebody shows up at the end of, I think it's the first issue, and picks up the hammer. Turns out it's this goddess, this new Thor. The hammer gives her the suit and all this stuff. The hammer basically just gives her the power, except she was standing on the moon. I just like how they try to make you think it's his mom, too. I'm like, yeah, I'm not buying that right away. No, it was pretty clear. Yeah. It wasn't. It was obviously a red herring or whatever that's called. That's where some of the time passing, because it feels like then she goes right to... She went directly to Earth. Directly to to Earth to fight. But at that point, a bunch of people were frozen, and we find out towards the end of the book that also Thor's mom was one of them frozen in there. Mm-hmm. So, but I was like, when did she even go to Earth? Like, why was she there? And that was after he had gotten his arm cut off. Yeah, I, yeah. There's some of the a little sketchy. I'm just a little yeah. sketchy on like the flow of how when things happened and stuff. Yeah, and then he shows up like later that same day, but he had been sleeping for uh, maybe it was only a couple hours. I don't know. When he shows up, he had his arm too. No, he had a new arm. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. New like metal arm. Well, you know, I guess that's not that important, the passage of time, but it does feel a little off reading it. Mm-hmm. So she goes down there. I did like, I liked her fighting the Frost Giants. I don't know how much I liked the voice they gave the character, like her inner monologue, but I did enjoy the fact that she had an inner monologue. You, like, you read how she thinks things, but then how she, how it comes out is all Thorized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting. And at first I was like, word bu- word bubble, like thought bubbles? Like, yeah, no, we haven't does seen that. that in years. Yeah, what? nobody does that anymore. For a second I was like, is that supposed to be her or the hammer thinking those things? Cause, oh, yeah. <laughs> but if, obviously it was her doing both. Does Thor norm- normally have multiple personalities or is that new? I, well, I interpreted it as... Sort of. Oh, really? Well, I mean, like, if you go back to the Donald Blake era, you have Donald Blake, Dr. Donald Blake, who's lame, and then he transform, you know, like, he'll transform into Thor when he, like, brings his walking cane down and then transforms him into Thor with the hammer. He's like, I have the power! And then it, yeah. And then they kind of did away with that, and he's just Thor. And, uh, And so this is kind of almost like coming back to that. That's That's where knowing who this is 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 problematic for this review because if i didn't know who it was i would i would have a totally different opinion about it but like knowing who it is i can kind of forgive some of this but that's not how it was presented initially not knowing who this is i was annoyed by and i if they're trying to do a mystery i understand but the story and the character both intentionally not giving us the reader at least information just for the fact that the writer doesn't want us to know yet that it's supposed to be a secret. There's no real reason that we can hear her thoughts. There's no real reason that they're hiding their identity from us other than the fact that, you know, they don't want us to know yet. It's supposed to be. They're drawing it out. Yeah. 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 Well, along those same lines, I mean, like if we're going to 
kind of stick on this point for a second. Like when when she comes in contact with him, when they do meet up and he's got the new arm and everything and and he's not having it. Uh, and he's like, just tell me, are you my mom? And then Lady <laughs> Thor, Lady Thor just totally like kisses him on the mouth. Yeah. It was like, would your mom do that? And I was like, okay, I know who it is. It makes sense in character, but at this point, no one's supposed to know who it is. And this just seems silly. Okay. Okay, good. So if you know who she is, that, that seems less silly. It's fine. It's fine if you know who it is, but because there's a history there and everybody knows this history, but without knowing, I feel like I'm giving it away right now, just saying that, but like not knowing that you're just like, what? Okay, so I, I feel like I feel like Lady Thor loses credibility in that moment. Yeah, like, it feels it feel. I'm mean, like if and and they try to like later on they try to kind of backtrack it and and say, well, you you know they try to play the feminist whole thing and it's like, yeah, I was frustrated by it. That moment led up to a pretty decent little laugh. I like you know him saying, "Well, I certainly would your mother do this," and him saying, "I certainly hope not." That's a fine laugh. I like that. But sure. I 100% not knowing who it is, I 100% agree. It did feel like it was a step back for her. It's like, why did she kiss him? Like, and it's and it's not. It's not like knowing who it is. It all makes sense and it's fine and it and it is a very it, it is almost feminist uh in that she chose to do that and she has this history with him. But we don't know that as the reader. So it just steals everything away. Like she's I feel like it suddenly makes her second fiddle to him all all of a sudden, even though this is her coming out party in this volume. What were you going to say, Melanie? Nothing. What <laughs> do you think about this kiss? I thought it was ridiculous. Almost, almost as ridiculous as the one that he'd been like, I'm oh. gonna, I'm gonna go for girl, girl power. And oh, we're gonna get, get myself there. Up. Oh yeah, no, we have to need, uh, we have to spend some time on that. Yeah, that's God, what a piece of crap. That's that's the one thing that really bugged me about this because for the most part, okay, I I'll say I liked it up until a certain point, and then that point didn't ruin the whole thing for me. But I was like feeling really good after issue four because this collects five issues. After issue four, I was feeling really good. Yeah. Issue five kind of wiped its butt on me a little bit. And I was not feeling so good. Mm-hmm. It's a weird way to put it, I guess, but <laughs> <laughs> I regret that slightly. <laughs> it crapped the bed is what I'm trying to say, but it, it <laughs> with you in it, with me in it. And I was in that bed. Yep. Respectfully. Oh man. Just keeping that my bed. Side. We're going to burn that bed. Yeah. That bed's ruined. You ever seen Thor crap? So <laughs> you will, you will. What happens next? Uh, she's, I liked the fight fighting the frost giants. Okay. So we already mentioned Thor shows up. He's got a fancy arm. It's like a human arm, except they put metal texture on it. Basically, you know, but it's made out of the same metal as the hammer. Yeah. The Uru, the Uru, Uru. Um, but Thor shows up and he is mad that this person, that this woman is masquerading as thor and has his hammer mm-hmm. um but he gets over that pretty quickly She's like stop hammer time it's one of those things where it's like okay so that he's mad okay i guess i get it but he's irrationally mad to where mm-hmm. she's like over and over like we should be fighting the frost giants instead you're just fighting me yeah. like we have villains all around us what are you doing um so yeah. that's a little frustrating but it's sexist men being all irrational and moody 
True. You're not always that way. The men in this book are irrational and moody, and I feel marginalized. <laughs> no, uh, they play that really hard on Odin with the whole Odin thing, though, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Once he sees the hammer doing crazy things that it's never done for him, mm-hmm. he gets over it. He's like, oh, well. He's like, whoa. He's, I don't know how to do that. It's like, I Show guess, me that trick. I guess the hammer's moved on. And he, he gets, he, yeah. <laughs> But he takes the breakup really well, really quickly. Yeah, he turns quick. Like he's been pining for it nonstop since this issue starts, and probably presumably before this issue. But uh, but suddenly he's okay with it. Not only that, he he's like, here, take my name too. Yeah, he's like, you you deserve Thor. Yeah, I'll just be the Odin son. I don't need a name anymore. He doesn't even have his own name. No, the son of Odin. Odin gets a name, but he doesn't get a name. Yeah. But he's also, there's also, okay, we didn't even talk about this Minotaur guy that you mentioned, mm-hmm. who looks like a person most of the time, but he can turn into a Minotaur, and... Working working for Roxxon. Roxxon, okay. R- Roxxon, That's yep. what it is. I kept thinking Roblox, and I'm like, I know that's not what it is, but... I, I think this guy just got picked for Secretary of State? No, I'm thinking something else. Oh! Um, <laughs> so... No, this guy is more rational. <laughs> <laughs> nice! <sighs> Uh, so this guy is like, I kind of like, I mean, the character's not himself isn't amazing, but I kind of like what this guy is. He's like literally evil CEO. Like he's super rich CEO guy of this company to where, you know, something goes wrong and he's like, uh, you know, what was he like? Sulfuric, turn on the sulfuric acid sprinklers and the, and the cyanide. (laughs) Yeah. Terminate those employees. Yeah. You don't have clearance for this. (laughs) amanda waller Mm -hmm. yeah i mean he's like amanda waller amped up to 11 Mm. but she was at 10 and a half i guess so but she was just cold about it he was kind of snarky but he is in possession of this thing he come across it the skull Mm -hmm. yeah and so they're so him and him and uh the elf the dark elf yeah melikith yeah they're fighting a bit and then thor and thor are fighting a bit and then Thor's and the Frost Giants are fighting. <laughs> There's some good Frost Giant violence. They get around some oh, yeah. pretty extreme violence, given that they're basically like giants made out of ice. Mm-hmm. At one point, she's like flying around with a half a jaw in her hand, knocking these guys out. Oh, yeah, because she loses the hammer. Like, she can't even get through her first story arc without losing the hammer. But I don't understand, because you're just like, I can't whistle, but you know, and then it comes to you, so. But it was stuck yeah. in that room. Oh. And it couldn't get uh, through the door. Yeah. That's true. The super like adamantium old onitanium <laughs> onitanium, yeah. <laughs> Crazy room. But she's seen Indiana Jones, I'm sure. You just find a skull or something like that and shove it in there real quick. But the then... skull was in the room, that's the problem. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. No, she ended up just ripping, up, ripping it open with her hands. Yeah. But you know You know she had to stop getting, the nick of time. She had to stop getting spit on by the frost giants first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Sub zero loogies. Yep. Finish her. Uh, <laughs> Spitality. Spitality. I think, they, I think they used the wrong giants because if you look at the perspectives going on when they first came up from from the oh. deep, that 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 giant's foot was like the size of several houses, probably. And I'm pretty sure the ones they fought later weren't that big. No, I agree that their their sizes were somewhat inconsistent well like the one when um the elf was talking to the one the elf was like a 
smaller than a spoon on the guy's table. Mm-hmm. But then <laughs> that guy even shows up later at the thing, and you know people are still pretty small comparatively. But the size is the scales off. But mm-hmm. you know it's what they whatever they need to fill the space, I guess. Yeah, I guess global warming. They're maybe they're shrinking. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, frost giant warming. Do they have like some weird? Opposite Bifrost thing that they slide across into the center of the Earth huh? to come up from the ocean. Yeah, I don't know. Where, why were they in the ocean? It's a good question. I don't know either. Because they weren't in the ocean when Melkith like, first comes to them. They were on their regular plane or whatever it's called. And then all of a sudden they're in Midgard, a.k.a. the Earth, and they come from the deep. The deep. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. They just wanted to do a sea lab scene. Yeah, well, they don't blame them. They had that attack sharks. That was pretty awesome. They did have attack sharks. That was awesome. Yeah, for sure. Also, all the Avengers were frozen in that ice. Mm-hmm. I thought that was weird. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. I feel like there was a crossover issue we missed somewhere. It does feel like that. Um, but maybe not. Maybe they just were like, this is how bad it was. I don't know that it was a crossover, but I do recall them being like, see, episode or issue 25 of something, something, something. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I think there was at least two like editor's notes like that referencing other books. One of them, one of the Thors smashes the skull, this and that. Turns out it wasn't the real skull. Let's wrap this thing up. Um, (laughs) And it feels like the end of the fourth issue feels like a solid place to end. It was a good siege story, basically. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It was fun. There was some plot holes, but you didn't really, you know you're reading it you're just like okay moving on there's frost giants mm-hmm. and stuff it's like a origin without being an origin like like boom we just get a new thor We're, we don't have to know how or why yet like we just get get it and we get to see them on the fly trying to adapt that's a good point it was good at just like the end of one issue all of a sudden somebody picks up the hammer and the next issue they're beating up frost giants like they were they just right into it Oh, I did have a I did have a conniption with that a little bit. Yeah, uh, mainly because it feels like that's the way modern storytelling works right now, especially in Marvel. Like the first issue, they're gonna go ahead and put uh, Lady Thor's face on the cover, and yet we don't actually get her at all in the oh, first issue. Yeah, do yeah. we? I mean, like I don't think we get her at all. No, you see like a hand. Yeah, maybe, and then maybe you get a splash page at the end, but I'm kind of thinking you don't. I don't think so. I mean, I'm going to look real quick because I, I need to know now. But, oh, yeah, no, you just, get a, you just get a hand and you get the hammer raised. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess you do get to see her. That's it, though. Like, you don't know who it is or whatever. It's just like, okay, hammer, and then there she is. And that's what you get. Issue one, you get that. Someone raised the hammer and you have a new Thor. That's it. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't say anything. She just picks up a hammer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, that's how Marvel does things now. It's like right now there's the infamous Iron Man title that's out. And uh, the whole first issue is about uh, basically the last page or whatever. You've got uh, Dr. Doom saying, "Ah, I've decided I'm going to be Iron Man. And that's how they end the first issue. It's like uh, you're on the cover (laughs) as Iron Man. Like that's the whole point of this title. You didn't need this first issue hardly at all except to give us a little bit of backstory. So can we just get on with it? I, you know, we don't know who she is yet. I haven't seen her be a normal person, really. But right. why does she got to get, get, like, nasty butchy when she she becomes Thor? She's like, I, I mean, she didn't 
I didn't see her in a bikini, but I'm pretty sure nobody would want to see her in a bikini from the way her <laughs> muscles were all ripply on her arms. Ugh. Why can't she just be, you know, a normal person that has superpowers instead of making her into, like, like freaking Lucy Lawless horse trank lady, you know? <laughs> horse trank lady? <laughs> or, you know, or not, what am I thinking about? You, you know, like, she, um, Basically, she became, like, She-Hulk or something. <laughs> or, yeah, Zena, I'm, horse I'm, trank princess. I'm thinking of, um, <laughs> from In Living Color. You remember, uh, that Jim Carrey used to play? Vera. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't it, remember uh, that. Oh, well, you oh, should, man. You should watch it. Okay. That's who I'm channeling here. She why, was pretty why, beefy. Why she gotta be like that? Okay, so then we go to the next issue. Issue five. And we get a little bit of a Thor on Earth. Oh, also the, the Spider-Man thing. I don't remember if that was last. I think that was issue four, where he's like, just Thor, not Thorita or Thunderpants or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm torn on some of that. Like uh, I think that was uh, they were they were kind of they were kind of calling back to all the other times that we had a a new Thor and I thought that was I thought it was a little bit funny. Okay, because Thund- Lady Thunderstrike Thunderstrike was a guy that took over for Thor for a while. In fact, he even masqueraded as Thor for a little while, and he had he had like a mask very similar to the mask that uh, Lady Thor has what? when he was pretending to be Thor. Why do they get to wear masks? Why can't people just know? Well, that's they kept asking her why the mask. Yeah. Yeah. Thor doesn't wear no mask. Yeah, this isn't this isn't like you know Gotham or something where the the police and the mobs are going to come after you. But yeah. she doesn't want anybody to know for reasons. Mm-hmm. Or the hammer doesn't <laughs> yeah. want anybody to know because the, the hammer gave her the armor. Kind of. What if what if that hammer is drunken? And it's just like, I'm going to mess with these guys so hard. I'm going to go pick this chick. And everybody's going to be like, oh, that's ridiculous. So, so Milner walks into a bar. <laughs> tro- Milner uh, is trolling everybody. Yep. <laughs> okay, so issue five is where this whole thing really bugs me. This is where, if, okay, so we just get a little snippet of her like on Earth fighting some crime. Doing the superhero yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And she's fighting this dude i don't even remember remember who he crusher is. creel absorbing man she's beating the crap out of this guy she he was robbing something and then then a female villain shows up it's i'm guessing his girlfriend or wife or whatever Tit- a, titania. titania yeah and ugh, it's cringy to mm-hmm. me yeah anyway this woman ends up she's like ah i'm not gonna fight you we we, we turn ourselves in it's all right you know, well, first, first she knocks out Crusher Krill. Oh yeah, Titania. Like she takes, she's like, no, hold on, I got this. And then she like spins his uh, ball and chain around and like knocks him out with it, so that she can have this moment with Lady Thor. She's abusive. That is bu- abusive. <laughs> he doesn't have to put up that, you know. Uh, yeah, I guess it's it's Thor's before bros. <laughs> There's only one other way I could go with that. That doesn't work. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah. So, exactly. She knocks out the guy and then has this moment where she's like, you know, I'm not going to fight you. I appreciate what you're doing. Uh. This is a one-time deal. You know, one-time girl. You're not going to get another girl power one deal, but she's like, you can take us in. I give up. Just because you're a woman. And I respect what you're doing. Yeah, I, I respect you being a woman 
that has superpowers that was able to pick up a sword or not a sword, a freaking hammer that magically transforms you. I respect that. What the respecting? I respected her all the way up until this point. Like they didn't have to. They didn't have to beat us over the head with it. And she still, she still punched her out. It really bugged me. Like that one thing soured me on this whole thing a bit because I didn't mind the all father, all mother kind of power struggle, even though Odin d- did seem overly um, stubborn and meatheaded. Yeah. But you know, I think almost, that's almost bordering on cartoonish. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that he was so upset that this woman had taken Thor's name um because that was a big thing this woman Mm -hmm. eh, okay that's fine run with that story and i don't mind that it's a woman that took picked up the hammer all this but this scene was like to me i was like don't don't be like we made our male superhero a female we're so progressive look at us we're so forward thinking look at us like they're parading it they turned it into it turned it into like a joke. Like it's, it becomes a novelty. You're like, Oh, you're right. This is just a novelty. I see what you're doing. It's yeah. kind of the way yeah. it feels like it's fine that they do it. Then just tell a good story. You don't have to make a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm pretty sure I heard the phrase knowing your place or, or something similar several times. And, um, that's just to antagonize us or me, whatever antagonize me. How did you feel about this? Melanie as our resident woman, I already told you how I felt about it. Oh. I don't like it. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it really bugged me. And I felt bad because I was like, how how can I talk about this on the show mm-hmm. without sounding like uh, one of those jerks that runs uh, female comic like a, book writers off of Twitter? Like well, a Gamergate guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, because they, they because they keep doing it stupid. If they're If they wanted to do it right, then first of all, I mean, I don't know because I don't read Thor, and if, maybe she's great if you know who she is. But I don't know who she is, and I don't give a crap who she is right now because I don't, I don't know who she is. You know, there's, there's nothing to draw me to her to make me think that she would is a good choice as a superhero. To me, it's them just uh, putting Thor in a skirt. It's not anything. Make me care about a character and think, hey, she would be a good Thor, and then make her Thor, and then maybe it would matter. It, it felt like. That scene, it didn't feel, it's, I know what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a celebration of like, oh no, I don't even know what it was supposed to be, but it was a celebration of like, a woman can be Thor too. But first off, we didn't need that specific thing. No, we saw it. We know it. Yeah, exactly. Four issues and we know that she can be Thor. She is Thor. Even Thor said she's Thor. So why do we need a fifth issue just to tell us that again? Yeah, ham-fisted way. way, Yes. Once he can't pick up the hammer, and they're like, "Somebody needs to pick up the hammer." Then isn't it? Couldn't it be anybody? Couldn't it be a bunny rabbit? This is. I mean, oh, it has been like a. We've got like a frog Thor, and we've got (laughs) we've got all sorts of Thors. I don't know. I'm saying. Well, then did some did someone come up to the frog Thor and be like, "I get it. I get what you're doing." I'm going to turn myself over. I'm really, because I, I'm really proud of what you have accomplished as a frog. This mm-hmm. is a big deal. And yeah, <laughs> you take me to jail, frog Thor. Yeah. Knock me out. But first, first let me kiss you and turn you back into a prince. <laughs> uh, yeah. So between that, the kiss kind of rubbed me the wrong way. That was just like, 
Hammer so do you guys want me to give you the reveal or do you want yeah, I'm it down. to Yeah, I probably will not read more. Yeah, me either. Okay, so who is Lady Thor? And th- this this is the clever part, but we probably needed it sooner. It's Jane Foster. Who's Jane Foster? <laughs> uh, Natalie Portman. I mean, oh, like okay. in, in the comic, in the comics, you've got a lot more history between the two characters. But basically, suffice it to say that Jane Foster was a love interest of Thor at one point. But that's not really the interesting part about Lady Thor. The interesting part about Lady Thor is Jane Foster also has cancer. Hmm. Oh, okay. And so, using uh, be becoming Thor is is like giving her some of her strength back, but at the same time, the more that she uses the hammer, the the more it weakens her in her human form. So she's oh. spending more time as Thor. So they'll be able to kill kill her off quicker to make the regular Thor come back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, when they're in the process of doing a uh, the unworthy Thor, so you've got Odin's son has his own title, and they're running concurrently. And I don't know. I imagine at the end of this whole thing, it's probably going to revert back to status quo. But I mean, I think it's a I think it's a clever idea. And knowing this, like knowing that Thor has a history with her, and that they were romantically entwined it's like okay the kiss makes more sense now but i didn't know that i wasn't supposed to know that when when i uh when i read it and maybe that was just supposed to be a big hint but you know like i don't know it's got to make sense and it didn't she's blonde and uh so i didn't guess that yeah and yeah and she's yeah she's not (laughs) blonde I i don't think jane foster is blonde is blonde in the in the books either just like as soon as she becomes a norse god you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, mm-hmm. and she's human. So that's that. That's more interesting to me than mm-hmm. than her yeah. being a chick or a brunette, really. Yeah, there was an interesting little, little interplay. <laughs> if I'm like, I got magical powers, then I'd be like, oh, and I'm a freaking blonde. Are you serious? <laughs> and I and I'm only not dying when I'm a god. Yeah, yeah, that part. Yeah, yeah. Well, eh, well, not. But, I mean, but it makes it worse later. So I don't know. Nah, I'd probably be like, that's nah, okay. And I I think she's supposed to be like pretty far along to like stage four or something. You're like come try to take this hammer from me. Right. <laughs> come and try to get the hammer. Cancer. So I mean I mean I don't know how to feel about it. It's like it's good writing, but at the same time, like now are you just doubling down on two things that, that we should feel? You know, I mean, I don't know. Like are we are you playing with emotions too much at this point? All right. So then I don't know. It ends. Sort of. You know what it was kind of like? It was like, if they had made, what is that, freaking, The Lord of the Rings, the last movie of The Lord of the Rings, except after the one ending, none of them were endings, it was just more stuff. Oh, right. <laughs> Where bad guys come up and turn themselves in, because I appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. You're a hobbit. And, you... and then Thor's mom just shows up and is like, I appreciate what you're doing, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Odin's son walks into a bar and Lady Sif is like, we used to date and I still hate you because of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Overall, what'd you guys think? I know we've kind of said various things, but like what final, final thoughts on it. If it wasn't for the social political stuff, um, I would rate it a much higher at this point, I can only give it middle of the road, even though I enjoyed it oh, for the most part. You know, if I were going to give this like a number of stars, I'd have to give it like three out of 
out of five because it could have been more fun. I mean, like I could have said, okay, this is worth a four because that first story arc's pretty fun overall. I'd give it a but two myself. You give it a two? Because the only things that I liked were C-Lab and that stuff. So if I could have all the C-Lab nonsense and, and the Manitar guy and all that fun jazz without the whole, you know, like Thor thing, <laughs> then it would have been Take good. Thor out and you've got a winner. <laughs> yeah. Totally take him out, yeah. Are we doing or star her, ratings her now? We're doing star ratings now. I don't know. That's all I could. That's the only way I could like throw it in context. I got you. We shouldn't do stars though. If we're gonna do something, we should do like you know Milner's. <laughs> I give it a, a three out of five Milner's. What's Milner? The hammer. Oh, it can that change works. each time. Yeah. Um, like I'm actually like, yeah, I'm totally just echo what Jesse said, and I'd agree with you, Melanie. Like the C Lab stuff was awesome. Um, I liked the fighting the frost giants. I thought the frost giant stuff was kind of interesting. Oh man, they're dumb. Like it just, they're all dumb. Um, that made it kind of fun. I liked the evil CEO guy. Uh, I liked the threats that the elf would throw out. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm with Jesse. Like I could have got on board with like, if it ended one issue earlier, I could overlook some of the little things that kind of bugged me and just be like, this was a fun, like solid fun book like i didn't feel like i got a whole lot of like deep enthralling story or amazing character work but it was a fun book good like yeah action and crazy stuff i could have got behind like a four but that last issue really drug it down and it kind of made the little things that bugged me in the previous issues a little bit more glaring yeah i'd go three man i was mad i tweeted about it not specific i didn't call out what it was but i sent i sent i wrote tweets so I was kind of <laughs> oh, mad afterwards. You had a visceral reaction. Yeah. Um, and if that means anything, it's sending tweet tweets means something. Mean tweets, Thor. Mean tweets at Thor. Uh, t- okay. Yeah. I'll go three. I'll go solid three with a note that it should have been better. It should have been higher, but three meal nurse, you know, <laughs> jail nurse. I don't think it's fair that we can say it should have been better because I could say that about everything. Everything should have been better. No, but I mean, it was good until it took a nosedive. Right. Yeah, it's like the break in the in the volume. If if they had, uh, for the sake of the volume, just ended it at issue four, I, yeah, I'd give it a four, no problem. But that fifth issue really was so throwaway. Like, it was breezy fun, you know? So do you think they, like, the guy, the writers, like, were, the writers and the artists, let's say, I think they sat down, they made four, and then the executive type people that own all that are like, no, you need one more and make sure you drive home this and this and this until you like beat them in the head with it until they're bleeding. I think I think Jason Aaron is, is a pretty good writer overall. I think over the long haul, like the long game is probably stronger. You know, like knowing that about Jane Foster, like knowing all this stuff a couple volumes down the road probably helps this volume out a lot, but you don't get any of it. Not in this volume. We don't have any of that. So with Jason Aaron, we have to play a long game to get what's good about this. And we didn't get it. We didn't get the long game in this first volume. Yeah, I didn't get it. Well, and I know, I know that when they write a series, if they know they're have going to have time, I think, you know, they write, arcs knowing how they they how they usually get collected into trades Mm -hmm. so i'm wondering if like it was a case of we have this specific arc 
but we don't want to stretch it out to four issues or to five issues. Or if it's like intentional, here's a solid arc to fill out most of the book and then one more story to get that hook to get him to come back for the next trade or jump on to issue six. But there wasn't really mm. much of a hook. It didn't seem like it. But it set, well, up, it set up the conflict going... Ooh, hold on. Well, the, the Destroyer. Yeah. That's a pretty big hook. And it set up the conflict of, like, now they're after Thor. You know, Odin's after Thor and all this. It's not... Whereas the end of, end of issue four, like, they hadn't resolved it, but it felt more like, oh, okay, everything's good. And then the next issue is like, no, there's conflict to come Mm -hmm. you know so like uh unleashing the destroyer at the end is just is is almost uh it's almost like saying um at the end of the movie like okay it's gotten so bad that we've called in juggernaut to help us out kind of thing i mean like that's the kind of story beat that they're ending on and so like it's not a bad cliffhanger but the issue itself was throwaway up until that point okay would you recommend it to yeah, no. You always ask two. Two, no. the average comic book person who's going to read a comic book. No, not but your... because I, I didn't enjoy it, and I'm not going to okay. endorse something I didn't enjoy. Okay. I think I need to read more to see where this is headed before I could say, yeah, but based on this first volume, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, no. Yeah, I would. I would... If somebody said they were going to read it, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, it's not bad. But I don't think I'd recommend it just because I think I could think of better things. I mean, there, you could always say that, but if I looked at this and then thought maybe there's something else they could read, I'd probably yeah, for something I, w- else. I would. I would probably go like, "Hey, you should check out Faith." You oh yeah, there you go. Something else, and you know, like that's an original character that is doing great things. An original character? An, oh my god! An original well, I know, woman weird. character, not not a male superhero turned into a woman or a sidekick. Nothing derivative, just straight up new character. Wow. It makes me have faith in the comics industry for the future. Melanie. Oh my goodness, with the puns. Busting a pun. It is a new year. Oh, yes it is. This is Randy from In the Future, and I have a very important message for you. The Grawlix podcast is missing something, and that something is you. Join our letters page segment. If you have thoughts on what we're reading, what we just read, what we're about to read, what you're reading, or you just want to say hi, send us an email to letters at grawlixpodcast.com and we'll read and discuss your letter on the show. What What the devil? What are you doing here? Hey folks, this is Randy from Further in the Future. And what my former self neglected to mention is we also have a Google Voice line. You can call it leave a message, and we will play that message on the next episode of the Grawlix Podcast. Try to keep it under two minutes. Whatever you want to talk to us about, talk to us about it. Ideally, something related to the show. Dial 559-426-6427, or if this helps you remember, 559-4-COMICS. Type that into your phone, you'll be connected to our voicemail, leave us a message, and we will play it on the show. What, this is getting ridiculous. Get out of my way. Get out of my way. This is Randy from even further in the future. And what these two knuckleheads neglected to mention is if you'd rather send us an MP3 recording of yourself to play on the show, you can hit that email. Again, that's letters at com with an MP3 attachment, and we'll play it during the show. Just try to keep your language clean and keep it under two minutes. 
Also, hey Bonehead, did you just shoot our younger self? Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's cool. Shouldn't we be doing the Marty McFly disappear from the picture act right now? No, it's fine, he he was a time remnant. Oh, a time That doesn't make sense! That do- a time remnant doesn't make sense. At some point, older Randy has to travel back to talk to younger Randy. But if older Randy kills younger Randy, younger Randy never gets to become older Randy and travel back in time. It's time travel, not cloning. We're not cloning and sending ourselves back. We're just time traveling. You don't know that. We could be operating on primer rules. In that case, there can only be one. What are we talking about next episode? We're talking about the Invisibles. Yeah, Grant Morrison story that we've been, uh, you know, we've been teasing you for a while. New format, old, old content. We're put, we're putting old content to rest in a new format. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've been teasing Invisibles for a while, so we're going to read that and talk about that. That episode will be out in two weeks. It'll be the mm-hmm. third Monday of the month. I need to get out. I need to get cracking, crack a on that man. That one's yeah. that one's long. <laughs> I, I just tried to cram five books into a half hour. It didn't work. I was gonna I was gonna crack that uh, just the other night, and I got as far as basically like opening the first couple pages, looking at the title, like the title page, like the book plates, and I was like, "Yeah, no, not tonight." It's <laughs> it's as you might expect, kind of all over the place. Well, I like things that are all over the place. Let me get in there, and I'll, I'll see. I don't want you to take my judgment. You're right. There's definitely some interesting stuff going on in there. As long as there's things to talk about. It's interesting. And I think Melanie's probably read more of this because you've read more like random indie Grant Morrison stuff than I have. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to see what Grant Morrison comes up with when he's just completely unchained. Like he has, you know, it's an indie thing. Um, His own idea. He's not. I mean, he gets away with wild stuff using like characters like Batman. Like his Batman run is bonkers, but it's interesting to see the stuff he comes up with when he does not con- con- constrained There's by no any canon. Of yeah, just his own thing. Yeah, I'm feeling it probably gets weirder too. But yeah, I like the weird. Hmm. You'll like this. Oh, good. So yeah, we'll talk about Invisibles, and that'll be the main focus. Oh, and I, 2017, I might just have to resurrect. Uh, webcomic recommendations. I've been reading. Oh, hey! I've been reading something that's pretty interesting that I'll probably talk about next episode. Yeah, nice. I should uh, write some down of the thin ones that I look at once in a while. Uh, yeah, you come across some all the time. I do, but I just never, you know, take the time to make a list or anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not a good person like you guys. I don't remember the names of all the writers and artists and all that. I'm just like, I saw this thing and it was cool and it was like this, and that's it. Uh. I, I, I Google all the books before the episode. That's how I remember. I mean, uh-huh. there's certain writers and artists I do recall. Like we were talking about Alex Ross or Grant Morrison, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you know, those are like those are the big name peoples in comics. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah. I, some notes before each episode, so I sound like I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I, you know, what I would love to do is, uh, but I don't know. You'd have to grox the heck out of it. Is uh, online, uh, Axton Kaler. We've had him on the show before. We've mentioned him several times on the show. He recently read Fight Club Two, uh-huh. which was the sequel that was made direct to comic book. He has, he has such a like. Oh, I don't know. An intense reaction. It's very similar to how we felt about Thor is how he feels about Fight Club 2. He really enjoyed it right up until that very end, like the end, and he hates that. 
Like he hates the ending. I would love to just record him hating on it. Oh yeah. It, it's, it's been entertaining, hugely entertaining to hear him hate on it. <laughs> why does, why are there so many people that have trouble finishing? Yeah. The end of things, you know, tough, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, a little bit is as you're experiencing reading, watch a story, reading a story, watching a movie, as you're experiencing something, you know, I'm sure each person kind of is building up their own expectations, but there are definitely lots of stories that universally have like just terrible endings where everybody's like, what, why did you do this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That cheerleader is actually a man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Completely differently, differently sized and shaped. Man, <laughs> how did he squeeze himself into that little cheerleader body? But it's okay because when the policemen come up, they're like, you know what? We get what you're doing. You get- <laughs> we get what you're doing. It's okay. We understand it. We respect it. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just gonna let you leave. We're gonna let you go. It's fine. Just this one time. Next time. Yeah. But next time. There are certain writers that are very well respected for writing s- certain things, writing about like diverse diverse characters and i'm all for that like i don't want to sound like a jerk who's like no female superheroes and this and that and or or trans or gay characters stuff like that but then i'll read some of their stuff and i'll be like it feels so forced that's exactly what i'm yeah why can't the character just be that and exist and it's okay like deal with the problems but it's like it never feels like they're just naturally dealing with these problems it feels like there's a story happening, and then these problems are just forced in there mm-hmm. to like, look at me, look what I'm doing. Isn't this great? I'm mm-hmm. doing, I'm we, doing this for people. We need more. We need more stories where it's just okay that they're there. Yeah. yeah. Not, not, not preached. Just good, solid characters. Of this topic, talking about it in respect to this goddess of Thor, goddess of thunder is probably the safest book we could probably talk about it. But in this Thor thing, like. It comes up that she's a woman, and people are shocked, and it's a thing, and she's like, oh, I'm a, what's, what's wrong with that, and this and that, like, and that, it's fine, it works, but then, like, yeah. there's, like, it seems like there's this need to push it to where it becomes, like, it, it's almost, it just becomes... They just went too far. Yeah. They had it, and then they took it to that next step that they didn't need to go to. Certain writers, I'm not going to say names, that are very celebrated for doing these kind of things... And I'm sure they've done lots of things that are good in this respect, but the stuff I've read, it just felt, it felt too much like making a big deal of it. And it's like, don't make a big deal of it. Like you're known for doing this, but you've made yourself known for doing this instead of just doing it naturally and doing it honestly. And the, and the problem with it is it won't stand the test of time. We'll look back at it in a time capsule manner and we'll say, oh, yeah, this is when everything was really coming to the forefront. And you can see how they're just beating the drum in, the, in this work in particular. And, you know, like, I don't know, from a time capsule standpoint, that'll be kind of fascinating, but it won't make it, it, won't make it better literature. It won't make it stand the test of time. It will be very dated mm-hmm. when we read it. I, and I feel like this is not that old, but it already feels like that. Like, yeah. oh boy, you know, this is new and edgy and they knew they were taking a risk. And so they just have to really drive home the point how this is okay. You know who did switching to a woman, right? The master. Oh yeah. Oh, that yeah. was great. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. The doctor yep. didn't walk up and be like, I get it. 
<laughs> no, no. Although maybe well, it wouldn't be his place. She to did do give it. him a kiss though, so I don't know. That one, you know. Yeah, but that's listen. That's the beauty of the master. That's not really a surprise. <laughs> that's true. They have a complicated <laughs> relationship. True, true. And we knew it. We knew it. It wasn't like it was a mystery at that point. I mean, I, well, I know. I guess. To I be guess honest, it's, it is bit. a it is a little weird because it's not like we've known them to be lovers or anything, but. When you think about it, but it was it, also it was him messing with the doctor, uh-huh. and her, her messing with the doctor. You know, like that—that's totally in character. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. And Missy is a particularly like. At first, I didn't really care for her, but she kind of grew on me. She's a particularly like frisky version of the master. But you see uh-huh. it with the doctor; like their personalities do change with each re, re uh, uh, regeneration. And I think, I mean, I don't know why it seems this way to me. I think if the master were a woman, he'd be excited with the possibilities of it, and it would make him frisky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can get on board with that. I buy it. It was well done. See, you can do. You, you don't have to force it. Make it all weird, like. And maybe Missy is pushing it in terms of name, but didn't they even make a joke like, "What did you expect me to go by, mistress or something like?" They uh-huh. intentionally didn't do that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And the Ronnie was already taken. No. Um, the Ronnie. Oh, you know what else? <laughs> they did Captain Jack very well also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who, good job, Doctor Who. Well, and good they job. even, like... With all of those things. The British are less repressed in that regard, though. Yeah, so, is, which is weird to say, oddly because enough, they're very yeah. repressed about other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oddly enough, I think you're right. It's true. This is Melanie, and if you can't be Grawlix, why bother? This is Randy. To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of their grolics. This is Jesse. And over here, our bass player, the Duke of Spook, the Doc of Shock, the man with no tan, say hello to Grolix himself, the Grim Reaper. Thank you for listening to the Grolix Podcast. The Grolix Podcast is a production of the Electronic Media Collective and Vorpal Arrow Studios. For more Grolix Podcasts, check out GrolixPodcast.com. Also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, YouTube, ElectronicMediaCollective.com, Facebook.com slash Grolix Podcast, Twitter.com slash Grolix Podcast, all the dot com slash all the Grolix Podcast. And hear the lamentation of their grolics. I grolixed women. <laughs> you did. You did. I see what you did there. <laughs> to hear the lamentation of their whoever people doesn't have to be a doesn't have to be women. <laughs> no, it could be men. <laughs> That's a Thor subject right there. Oh, oh uh, how did? Oh, I have to like edit that into the episode somewhere. That's a good one.